State has brought aboard a big name to help coordinate the offense this year. He might leave before the season even begins. Nick Wilson, Spencer German, cover it all. The big college football news and the new Sons of the Shoe episode, 923thefan.com, on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Now, without further ado, let's get to the fan focus. All right, leading us off, it's going to be Nick Solo talking about the Cavs not making a move with the trade deadline. At some point, if this organization is going to get serious about winning, and this I don't mean this to be a, a, a knock on Kobe and what he just said there, because I, I do think the Cavs are not championship or bust yet. But at some point, you're either, you're either growing or you're dying in the NBA. And the Cavs did a bulk of their work to, to repair this roster in, in free agency over the summer. And Kobe pointed that out. You know, the, the, the kind of reasons for not making a deadline deal were uh, we're really comfortable with where we are right now and kind of pointed to the recent success of the team, but also talked about the amount of talent that they have and the fact that he feels like they're 10 deep right now, which I think most Cavs fans would agree with. So that kind of kicks back to JB, keep those 10 guys kind of engaged. That's not what he was saying. That's what I'm inferring, or that's what I'm saying is important. Uh, but also talked about things like expectations. And, you know, the Cavs have run from expectations. And Kobe has run from expectations. Last year, ah, no, we're not championship or bust. Let's see. Well, I think last year, I think, really changed the math for the Cavs. It had to have changed the math for the Cavs. Uh, but I think that actually it goes in favor for what the Cavs are trying to do. I always tell you this to you guys in regards to, uh, you know, teams that are trying to convince you that they don't need to be great anytime soon the whole goal if you would have won a playoff series last year you would have had to have at least won a playoff series this year or else you'd be looking like you're going backwards that's not good the whole idea of gm and trying to keep your job for as long as you can is to make it constantly seem like each year you're getting better and better and better and better. The moment you take a step backwards is the moment people start to question. As long as you keep winning, you can go at a snail's pace. If you go from 51 wins and knocked out in the first round to 53 wins and you win a playoff series, you can sell it to the fans as if you got better. But you got to keep getting better and better and better. And the ante keeps getting raised. And that's the hard part. And right now it feels like the Cavs are trying to move at this glacier-esque pace and I don't even know that they have the same thinking that we as Cavs fans have in regards to what they should be doing right now. They're trying to move at this really slow pace as if they're just trying to keep their jobs forever. And I, I hate that about teams when they when they move at that type of pace. I love teams that go for it consistently. And if they get fired, then they get fired. But at least they went for it. It's kind of what I respect about the Browns. The Browns go for it. They might not make it, but the Deshaun Watson move said go for it. The Donovan Mitchell move said we're getting better. But we're not ready to go for it 100% quite yet. And I think that's a little bit of a miss. All right, next up. Let's go to the morning show. Ken and Jason talk about AI. The Taylor Swift stuff that came out a couple of weeks ago. Like, boy, this this is a little too... It's a little too much. You know what? And... Go ahead. Oh, go, no, go ahead. Well, because I'm thinking, yes, she's threatening lawsuits about the AI stuff cuz it was it was I mean it was pornographic yeah. that came out on social media 
And then her plane was being tracked by some college student uh, earlier this week. She has immediately put a cease and desist to that. I go, hey, all you guys are tired of hearing Taylor Swift. She might save you from some of this AI stuff because it's stopping nobody from making AI images of every Tom, Dick, and Harry out there. And if she, who is a very powerful person, is able to get some legislation passed because she is an extremely powerful person, then it might help a lot of people in the long run but i don't know i, I don't know how you stop it at this point like it's out there well it's pirate it would be it would become piracy but and the, it would become something that you could you could the go thing after that, the thing that totally freaked me out was i saw a video six months ago or so of like they can take they could take like a picture of my daughter and like put the voice with it and make it look like she's mm-hmm. in trouble mm-hmm. like dad i need help mm-hmm. and that is freaky that's yeah that now that scares me Family members calling you up and stuff like that, asking for money. And, I mean, depending on what type of state you're in at that time, who knows? Yeah. Anybody could be tricked with a lot of things. Absolutely. Yeah, you know what got me was when they created that George Carlin comedy special. Like an hour of George Carlin as if George Carlin actually existed. And they're like, none of this is George Carlin's material. But it's all brand new. We studied everything that George Carlin ever said. And this is the type of comedy that he would come up with. And if he lived in 2024, this is what he would do. I think to myself, could they just study hours upon hours of Jonathan Peterlin and then just AI whatever uh, they wanted for any given show on any given day based off of what is in the current events? I, I don't know. I used to think this job, you know, talk radio is one of the few jobs that you couldn't do this to. But if they get good enough, you can do just about anything. Ah, it's not great. I don't I don't know how to feel about it 100%. I think we'll be fine because uh, there's no AI yet that can deal with live phone calls. Until we hit that point, I think I'm all right. But it might be coming sooner rather than later. All right, next up, we're going to the Midday Show. Baskin and Phelps on the Brown Stadium News and whether or not they're going to Brook Park. If you move nine miles out of town toward the airport, you're, you're, it's not like you, you may be moving out of the city of Cleveland. You're not abandoning the Cleveland market. You're, you're right here. So to compare it to the move to Baltimore is... Uh, Ludicrous. I also think that if there's one team that could move to the suburb with the, I don't know, I don't want to say the least amount of impact, but if the mm-hmm. Guardians or the Cavaliers say it. moved, say it, because of the number of home dates Bingo. they have, I think there's a major difference here. Correct. You know, you're talking about, you know, 12 dates, but then you're also, you know, like we've always said, the problem in, with the stadium now is that we don't use it. We don't use it enough. You know, 365 days a year and, you know, if you're lucky, nine home games now. I'll even give you the preseason games. Let's take it to 11, max. You know, and so, and with a family fun night, too, if you want However, to throw that in there. if you have 176 acres, you have an airport right there, and you have public transportation right there, and you have on-site parking, and you put a roof that can open up on that building. All of a sudden, you have more than 12 days, Andy. Yeah, I mean, Ballpark Village in St. Louis hosts 200 events a year. Maybe the Browns can get 130 because we wouldn't have 80 baseball games in there. Let's go for 200. 200 uh, would be amazing. How about 130, 140, 150, somewhere? In, I, again, it could be any number in between, uh, but you're going to host events. You're going to host a wide number of events, and that's the beautiful thing if you end up with a dome. I think for the fans' best interest, I really do think this would be it. I just think this is a bluff. I don't think it's going to happen. 
Right now, I would not bet on this being the scenario that eventually does win out. I think it's a bluff. I think the city of Cleveland is going to have to call that bluff. They don't want him to move out of downtown. There's a lot of big plans and big ideas that could happen downtown Cleveland if Cleveland decides that they want to pony up the dough. A lot of big ideas, a lot of money coming in. It could be Brown's Disneyland. They have to take it to Brook Park. They take it to Brook Park, though, and that's not the end of the world either. Either way, we're going to end up around 2028 with something nicer than what we currently have, and that's a win for all of us. All right, next up, we are going to Nick and Keith as they comment on Mad Dog, Chris Russo's Super Bowl party setup, and how he says he doesn't like to go to Super Bowl parties. I mean, I'm with him. I don't know if I need to watch it alone. But I'm the last person to go to a Super Bowl party. Like I don't need 50 people around me telling me all about what just happened. I bet you, uh, I bet you, Mad Dog doesn't like music or talking during Boom Boom time either. Like, I mean, listen, I think it is. I, I think, I think they're both very enjoyable. They're different experiences. Like, I get as much watching the games at home as I do going to the games being in the press box. But they are two different things. So I don't feel like I watch the games as intently at a party. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, listen, I, I think we all just have different levels of parties. The, the Super Bowl parties Mad Dog's going to are not the, can, the same kind of parties I'm going to, where it's going to be my cabin boys, um, their families, right, and, like, those are my different. kids. Right. Like, that That to me is, like, when it's like when it's under 20 people, I think it is incredibly doable. When you get to, like, acquaintances are showing up, Oh, man, there better be another TV. Because my big thing is there better be a second TV that gets too loud or, or maybe I can't, like, hear or pay attention. I can, like, pop out of the patio and watch a second yeah, TV. Yeah, we're talking, like, 50 people. No, yeah. I'm not dealing with that. Eh, I'm out on Super Bowl parties. I agree with Mad Dog. I, I I don't care if it makes me sound like an old man. I just, I don't need them. I like to watch the game. I want to hear what Jim Nance and Tony Romo have to say. I'm interested in the commercials. I want to be able to diagnose and dissect the game. My wife will be there. That's more than enough. Maybe her parents will come over, my in-laws. I'm cool with that, too. But I just I like watching games by myself. I watch 18 Sundays and 18 Sundays of football, and they're all by myself and my friends through text message, okay? It's all I need. I really don't need much more. If you have people around, then you got to entertain, and then you got to be making small talk, and you got to do the chit-chats, and I just... Ah, that sounds exhausting, you know? No, thank you. I like people. I do. And my wife, you know, she always mentioned how I love being out. When I'm out, I'm having a good time. But getting me to being out is the big is the big struggle. That's that's the that's always the hard thing. I mentioned this yesterday. You know, like my wife, she loves going out. She's like a big personality and she's a social butterfly. She loves it. You can see her batteries getting recharged by being around people. Me, I'm the exact opposite. Me being around people and you can see the life just being sucked out of me. Well, my battery gets drained when I'm around people, and that's just how I am. I, I Listen, I wish I was the other way. I really do. I mean, it's just not who I am. All these people, they always ask me, like, oh, you're the sports guy. Let's have you over for the Super Bowl. Let's have this big party. And I'm like, it's not, I, no, I don't want to do that. I No, I'm going to stay home and I'll watch it, and then I can talk about it on the radio the next few days, and that'll be more than enough for me. Thank you very much. Who knew? Me and Mad Dog have so much in common. Only difference is he likes to eat edibles and get high while watching college football on Saturdays. I stay so I stay very sober on those college football Saturdays. Not saying I'm against it, I just don't do it. All right, anyway, that made me sound like a real uh, real straight edge there. Uh, I have participated in fun in different parts of life. I promise you, just not this part of life 
where I have a near one-year-old daughter and I have to be a responsible adult for the time being. All right, next up, we got uh, Ken and Jason uh, Jason in this morning as the two of them talked about LeBron James. He wanted to, so here I we are. I didn't necessarily want to, but I'm in today, yes, and did. it came up at the end of the show. If you and... didn't want to talk about it, you wouldn't have told us anything. I just, just because I text you something doesn't mean I want to... I didn't know it was a potential topic until you brought it up. I didn't know either. I had nothing written down And then you so, brought it up because you wanted to talk about no, it. We're I, pussyfooting around it enough. Go ahead and tell No, us. I just... Has I don't have any, LeBron the Cavs are 33 and 16 they're second any, in the East. I don't have any inside knowledge on this. I just think there's a chance he could come back this summer. That's all. I'm like in the minority on that. No, 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 no. I'm in the minority on that, but I think absolutely he could come back this summer. I just think there's some things lining up that way. Now, it would be hard to do um, from the cap. Like, they'd have to do some gymnastics with the cap. I think it's different if I say I feel like he could come back this summer than if Jason Lloyd, yeah. the guy who's wrote LeBron books and First name been in the locker room with him. And when he sees you, when he comes back, he goes, hey, Jay, what's up? Yeah, but I don't talk to I him. But I, I haven't had a I, – I see him once a year now. I'm not with him like I was before. And I don't talk to the people around him. Like I did before, either. I am not in the more LeBron time than circle. Lima sees his dad, and we always wonder when he's coming back. Truth. <laughs> oh, I and and pl- there are plenty of people who are with LeBron far more than I am who say there's no way that's not happening. That ship has sailed. I just think there's a chance he'd come back. That's really it. That's all. I think he'd come back this summer. You wrote explosive. I did not write explosive. That's I don't not think what I you said. said there was a chance. I think you said he was. No, I absolutely you did sure, not. You sure, I'm positive. Don't do that to me. I, That's li- I don't not... think I'm lying. I'm pretty sure he said he was coming. <laughs> I think you said it. All right. Good stuff right there from the guys. It'll be fascinating to see. I don't think LeBron's coming back. I think he likes La La Land a little bit too much. I, I maintain that line of thinking until proven otherwise. I think he enjoys it out there. I watched Bronny Jr. last night, by the way. I watched them sit for all but, like, one of the final. They went in overtime. Cal against UCLA, or since USC. They went into overtime. He didn't play the final, like, six minutes. He got one minute of overtime action, and that was it. He was brought in basically to have their defensive stalwart get some rest, and then he was removed a minute later. Bronny Jr. is not going to the NBA anytime soon. If he does, it is complete nepotism at its finest. All right, leave that there. We come on back. I'm going to give credit to baseball. It's better to be late then never have it happen at all. We'll do that and more off the beaten path coming up at 940. When we get to the Cavs, we'll get to the Cavs when that game wraps up and NFL honors as it happens as well. It's overtime with Jonathan Peterman here with you on The Fan.